last time on Cursebreaker. We were ambushed. Orzo used his magic to imprison us inside tiny gemstones, keeping us isolated from each other and to... Jeannie, I, Jeannie no. I was reading this. Oh, well, I usually do these. I Do you? Uh, I'll go for Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. I'll go first, then we'll trade off. Okay. Orzo used his magic to imprison us inside tiny gemstones, keeping us isolated from each other and totally powerless. Well, not totally powerless. Time was kind of weird in there, so I don't know exactly how long it took us, but Uli and Holly worked together to get us all talking again. A moment later, there was an explosion of light, and we awoke to the tallest tower of Castle Vindorn, rescued by our dearest friends from near and far. A storm rages above the peaks. Idris looms at the end of the bridge. The minecarts beckon. Get, Get in, loser. loser. We're, We're riding, riding the, the lightning, lightning coaster. coaster. Oh, fuck. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's perfect. That's so funny. <laughs> the rest of your party has jumped into these mine carts and you saw a flash of lightning and it struck this pylon, this iron rod reaching into the air and you saw this little shower of sparks and the mine carts started moving and they pulled away from the station. You were stopped in your tracks by Idris at the end of the bridge who was ushering people into the carts. He says, Snack. Idris, um... Come here, I, Snack. Snack takes a slight bow and... Saunters over. Give me a perception check. Okay. How's a four? (laughs) (laughs) Starting off strong. Coming in hot. (laughs) He he is making you uneasy. But he smiles at you. Uh, This is one of those (laughs) scary smiles. (laughs) Yes. I looked for you, Snack. Right. Yes, you you gave me a task, Idris, and I, I did my darndest. Um, I know you did. I saw what happened in the final moments against Vixi. Ah, uh, yes. I know that you did not succeed. But you did fight to the best of your abilities. No. Well, well thank you, Idris. Yes. Uh, if I ever see Vixi again, oh. Um, Idris, uh, could you remind me again why we needed to kill uh, Vixi? I don't know if you know the details, but I believe he was being controlled by magic. There were rumors of such things, yes. Perhaps it wasn't his fault exactly, but... Snack, being a dragon means that you have to play by certain rules. Laws. Vixi got on the bad side of a lot of other dragons. And we have rules, Snack. Lawfulness is what keeps this society stitched together. Right. Did you come to save us, Idris? I did. I was contacted by some friends of yours. I see. Snack, I didn't know what to expect of you. It was perhaps unfair for me to send you against someone like Vixi. You're just a kobold, after all. He gives you this kind of sympathetic smile. Well, I... I consider myself a, a dragonborn at this point, but yes, I certainly was a kobold at, when first tasked with this 
slain a dragon. Even to dissuade a dragon snack, it's... Impressive. That's never been done before. Really? For someone as small as yourself, no. Well, I, I had very loyal um, servants, so they, they certainly did help. At that, he kind of like cocks his head and gives you a uh, kind of calling your bullshit smile. He says, Snack. It is not your fault that your allies do not heed your directions. Humans are difficult to control, after all. And gnomes. And whatever the skeleton one is. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's still a gnome. But yes, I, I see your point. Snack, I am still prepared to make you an offer. What is this offer? You were unsuccessful in destroying Vixie, yes, but that doesn't mean you can't be a part of my flight. Will you cast out your last bit of impulsivity and serve me? Serve the dragon flight? Are you talking about the thing that makes me want to stab stuff or... Precisely um, that. Yes. Snack. Hmm. I don't. I, uh. Hmm. I am prepared to make you a whelpling this very instant. No, a Drake. A Drake? A true Drake, Snack. I see. What, what am I right now? Well, you're. Nothing, really. Hmm. Yes. Please, Snack, use your savagery to serve the Golden Flight. Ensure balance among the real dragons. Real dragons. Um, oh, what's what's this over here? Um, oh gosh, I better look at this. Uh, is that Vixie? I better go check it out. Real. I'll be right back, Idris. Genie. <laughs> no. Yeah. Genie, are you still inside me? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, do you think I'm nothing, Genie? Snack, you're everything. Aww. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's, that's much greater than nothing. Genie, we've been, we've been friends for a while now. At least a couple months, for sure. Um. <laughs> Time's kind of fuzzy, Yeah. <laughs> I would forgive you if this was a, a fake thing you promised me. Becoming a, a, a dragon. Is it true that we could do such a thing together? Of course it is. It's not the timing I had hoped for, but Snack, if you're ready, I'm ready. You mean like right now or something? <laughs> if you want to, Snack, what? I can make you a dragon this very instant, but... But what? I won't be the same. It's, um, it's all going to be on you from then on. Will you be a dragon too then? No. It's going to take a lot. You understand? I'm betting on you. Because I love you. Mm -hmm. Snack is pacing. And his eyes leaking. <laughs> <laughs> I await your decision. So I just want... I swear that shadow over there is awful dragon-like. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> Genie, this is a big thing then for you, too. Um, 
what would you have me do? Is this... Is this what you want? It's what I've always wanted. Well, yes, fuck, I want to be a dragon. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he projects out of you and turns to face you. And you can see him kind of flickering as he does. It's very difficult for him to be, you know, apart from you right now. And he kind of nods at you and he says, you have to promise me you'll get Orzo. I promise, Genie. As the roller coaster is pulling away, it's still slow and it's going up a hill. You can all crane your necks to see this. It's Idris kind of with his back up against a tower and then Snack and Genie in the middle of this bridge. And Genie kneels in front of Snack on his knees and then he starts flapping his arms slowly, imitating a dragon. <laughs> and then it looks like silly and stupid, but his face is somewhere between deep focus and absolute heartbreak. And then he like throws his hands up in the air and then he throws his palms flat to the ground and it makes this weak slapping noise. And you can all see him kind of rise and fall like that. And then he pops his upper body off the ground again and gives this very barbaric, very non-magical, ah! And you see a little plume of smoke come out of his mouth when he does that. And Idris says, what is this childish pretending? Snack, you are embarrassing yourself. I am not. I am becoming what I was always born to become. Genie looks at you and he locks eyes with you. And you see him breathing deeply and he starts nodding in a slow rhythm to get you to nod the same way. I do this. He does the same thing, waving his upper body off the ground and then back down in a motion of worship towards Snack. <laughs> yes, um... Genie rises again with passion and he tosses dust across the bridge and then slams his body down and back up again and billows smoke. At the same time, Snack, you can feel a fire in your chest start to rise away. You breathe out flame that billows into the air. And when you inhale, Genie launches back into you. And you double over at this point. You can feel yourself bleeding from everywhere. It's pouring down your back between your scales and you're flooded by light and pleasant heat. Everyone in the roller coaster can see Snack going full volcano, shooting a geyser of magma from his back and mouth. Two luminous orange arcs of magma burst from Snack and rapidly harden into stony black wings. When it's over, his frame is a dark ashen statue, and a moment of silence passes, and a storm wind blows over the bridge, and you all reach the top of the first drop for the roller coaster. There's a snap and Snack explodes. The bridge crumbles beneath him and Idris rapidly transforms into a dragon as he plummets. The obsidian shell crumbles into the valley below and you flap, revealing giant, vibrant, amethyst purple wings that now frame your enormous red dragon body.
Sweet. Cool. Oh, <laughs> cool. All right. Roller coaster. <laughs> uh, you have all reached the top of the first drop and you look out across the rest of this coaster that reaches from Castle Vindorn all the way to the city of Vindorn and the lower foothills that it's embedded into. This is kind of a get the minerals from here to here kind of situation. Minecart. Minecart, yes. Mm -hmm. You're all going to take turns as if we're in combat, so we'll do initiative and everything. Great. Um, let's do that right now, actually. Holly got a nine. Thank you. It's a Bert team. <laughs> That's 13. Okay, I was going to say that could be a lot of numbers. <laughs> like no, 14? I said a Bert teen. <laughs> uh, it's actually 14, sorry. It's a 19. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's not even the closest one. <laughs> one three it looks been. like a B. Tibia, what'd you get? 17. Okay. And Snack? Seven. And Uli. I also got a seven. <laughs> I rolled it first. Uh, all right, you go first. <laughs> what? That's how this goes now. It's, it's not Dex, it's who rolled faster. That's such a better way to do initiative. Whoever rolls first. Yeah, it actually yeah. is. Yeah. Whoever hits their buzzer uh, first gets first initiative. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is how this encounter goes. At the top of every round, there's going to be a lightning strike somewhere. Great. <laughs> cool. Um, on each of your turns, you can either take an action... Or you have three other options, those of you in the carts. You can, there's little hand cranks in each of your mine carts. Cranking those hand cranks gives your mine cart one speed. It's communal. So like whenever you give a speed, it's to the whole carts. Okay. You can activate a beacon that has been struck by lightning that will give all of the stored lightning power to the mine carts, giving it a lot of speed. Or you can switch tracks to change where you're about to head to. I will let you know what the benefits of changing tracks would be in those cases. And our action can be anything? Your action can be anything else. Okay. So you can take an action, crank for speed, activate a beacon that's been struck by lightning to give it a huge boost of speed, or you can switch tracks. But you can only activate a beacon if it has already been struck by lightning? Correct. Okay. There are three beacons. After you pass them, you won't be able to benefit from them anymore, so you need to like activate them before you arrive at them. Mm. So they're kind of like placed along the track as like little speeder uppers. Okay. So okay. This is like okay. a, a mini game. Yes. Cool. I'd like to pro point out that Bert is the shortest party member. For lightning purposes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You tumbled on the first hill of the track. Uh, your carts have three speed right now. At the end of this round of combat, you will lose five speed. Whoa. Does that mean you stop if you have less than zero speed? Yes. So we need to keep cranking. Right. Okay. Oh. Or activating beacons or finding some other way to make these things go real fast. Right. Okay. Okay. Who's first? Tibio is first. Ooh. <laughs> Has a beacon been struck by lightning? Uh, let's do that first. There is a flash of lightning at the wow. top of the round. Lightning strikes down nearby, but it misses the track and it misses the carts and the beacons. It is inconsequential. Tibio, it's back on you. I crank. Okay, plus one speed. Uh, that puts your cart at four speed. Hmm. All right, uh, next up is Bert. Ooh. Are there seatbelts on this thing? No, not meant for riding. Uh, I better hold on this crank. I'm cranking. All right, five speed. You guys are breaking even at the end of the round. Uh, that brings us up to Holly. Are we all in one cart? No, it's two to a cart, and there's like a ton of them chained together. What are together. our positions? Uh, it's up to you. I want to be in the back. Okay. Okay, that's all. All right. Holly? Holly wants to perceive any upcoming dangers in the track. Okay. 11? Hmm. 
You don't notice any upcoming danger in the track, but there is a dark cloud coming for you. For me? For your carts. Oh, okay. I don't know why everyone's doing this weird cranky motion. Uh, maybe it has to do with this crank in front of me. And Holly will crank as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you the free perception on that one. I didn't know if perception yeah, was an action. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's good. You thought outside of the box that had been established. <laughs> um, Usually just looking isn't, well, yeah. eh. <laughs> in fighting, is it? Uh, I think it's usually like a bonus action because like it's a special thing that dragons can do to perceive like during combat. Oh, um, mm. sorry. That's okay. It doesn't bother me. Uh, okay. Uli is next. Do I get a feeling this is magical lightning? No, this is straight up regular lightning. This 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 track was designed to like harness the the dry lightning storms that roll through here. Okay. I'm going to turn around. Okay. So I'm facing backwards. Okay. And I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Yes, but you're in the cart. I'm moving us on the cart faster. So, but you're in a cart and you're doing something that go something. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the cart, and you're doing something that goes out in every direction. <laughs> no, no, no. Thunder wave. Oh, it's a cube. Hold on. Yeah, yeah it's centered Don't on make you, right? me do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're fine. You guys, we can waste this round cranking. It's okay. I know that, Everybody but crank. I wanted to it's do okay. not cranking. <laughs> we're, at, we're at four now. Uh, you're at six right now. We're at six right now? Yeah, yeah we started Holly with three. cranked as well. Everybody. We started with three. We got three. Four, five, Everybody cranked. What do we okay, need to be at to go? Uh, you're going to lose five at the end of each round. Jesus, that might crank, I guess. Okay, that puts you guys at seven speed. We are zooming. Yeah. All of you are literally just like, there's this little hand crank in your mind carts, and you all just like grab onto it and are like bobbing up and down, <laughs> and you can hear this like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's like showers of sparks spitting out from all of your wheels as you kind of push yourself forward here. Uh, so we had everybody crank. Um, we are back to snack. Yes. Who is not on the roller coaster? Sorry. <laughs> hits the track. Every time. Not in the track. Not in the track. Find a dragon and he's gonna come back. So he's not on the roller coaster. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Idris, I must reject your offer, but provide a counter offer. You see him like throw out his wings to like parachute him and stop him from falling, and he flaps up to kind of meet you, and the two of you are like circling each other in the air here. I snack wish to align with the golden fright, but I am the, hmm, genie, what should we be at? Oh, the violet flight. Yes, yes, the new violet flight wishes to align with the gold. He, you see him exhale a cloud of golden flame, and he looks up at you and says, You think yourself an equal to me? With your few years on this world. It's been at least six, Idris. Is that not persuasive? <laughs> Snack, I have worked hundreds of years to establish the Golden Flight as it exists now. I was a founding member of our draconic society that establishes the rules in this mountain range. How arrogant can you be? To think that you deserve a seat among us when you know nothing of what it means to be a dragon. Mm, arrogant, I believe Bert taught me that word, but I do not recall. I must assume that it is a compliment. Follow me, Wildling. He breaks this circular pattern that you're flying around each other in, and he takes off for a nearby peak uh, on the mountain, Vindorn. My allies are probably fine. They have those cards. 
Yes. I will follow you, Idris, by flying, because I am also a dragon. He looks back and says, I am your ally now. You have chosen to be a dragon, remember? Yes. Um, he leads you to this large, flat pinnacle, where it looks like this has been artificially flattened and leveled. In the center of it is this large, somewhat spherical boulder that looks like it's been chiseled down painfully over time. Around that boulder are three concentric large circles that establish little zones. Have you heard of this game? Right before you said it, I knew it was Hawk Rocks for Dragons. Oh my right God. Right before I opened my mouth, you saw me open my mouth. He settles down in front of the giant boulder. This is known as Hora Karak. <laughs> Your kind has perverted the game into some childish drivel known as Hawk Rock. Ah, uh, yes, um... Right, and we only play the game ironically. It's a, yes, of course, this is a real game. What did you, you say it's called again? Horcrux. Uh, oh. <laughs> this is an ancient game played among the most prestigious of dragons, known as Horakarak. We'll just skip over that. I, that's <laughs> Horror carrot. <laughs> Horish carrot. I do not hoard any carrots, Idris, but I will play this game with you. He uh, strides around the boulder and says, Many kobolds fall for hawk rock, but a moment's thought will reveal that the wealthiest person always wins hawk rocks. You know my secrets. He uh, does the equivalent of a dragon scoff, and he says, Kobolds. Here we make wagers, and then we use our magic. The first one to run out of valuables, or magic, likely loses. You prepared to prove yourself as a dragon. Of course, Idris. What are the stakes here? We will decide those. Right. I will go first. Um, here's how this works. You're going to trade off turns. The attacker is going to prepare to cast a spell at the boulder. The boulder is essentially a black hole of magic that will suck up anything you do to it mm. and just convert it to raw damage, essentially. You're trying to out-damage each other on this boulder. Hmm. Um, right before the spell cast, the other person gets to try to make a perception check to see what level of spell you're trying to use. And then you get to decide whether you're going to make them an offer of something that you own. Okay. If they accept the offer, they will not use the spell. Hmm. It essentially protects your position for one round if you offer them a valuable to not attack you. I see. And then turns trade. Okay. Um, he's going to start his first turn. You see his, uh, his expression changes for a moment. He seems to zone out and his eyes flash golden. And then he kind of like lurches forward with one giant claw. Uh, make a perception check to detect the spell he's working with here. Arcana check. Sorry, not perception. Oh, that's fine. That's even worse. <laughs> Tw <laughs> Twelve. You sure you didn't say deception check? Yeah, funny. Okay. My entire arcana bonus is 12. <laughs> Mine too. You have no idea what's coming out here. Um, okay. Are you going to make him an offer to protect yourself? Mm, no. Okay. He is going to make an attack on the boulder, and you need to cast a spell as well. I might as well cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. Good choice. Mm. How the fuck is it 12? Double proficiency. Double proficiency. Gnomes. Gnomes. 
Can I hex a boulder? <laughs> it's one spell cast. Yeah, 27 to hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, 10 to hit here. Okay, more than 10, more than 10. So 34? He launches a fireball, and right as that sinks into this orb, um, you sneak in your Eldritch Blast kind of underneath it. You see these forces fight against each other for a second, and then the boulder pops out of this central position and it rolls towards you, crossing over the first line. Mm. Idris smiles to himself. We are back to the roller coaster. <laughs> um, you all see the sky flash and lightning crashes down. Uh, the first beacon that you guys are about to pass just now is struck with lightning. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Yay. Tibio. That'll make us I activate the beacon. Yeah. Also, you guys are passing by it, like, pretty much right now. So what does activating the beacon look like? It's really just throwing a lever. Okay. And so uh, I'm going to give you advantage on this because you have reach. The lever is on the beacon itself, and it needs to be, like, thrown. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, as you're going by, you need to, like, grab it and pull it. Okay. So lightning strikes, and Tibio sees it happen. He goes, oh, I bet I can switch that lever if I try very hard. Yeah. You said I have advantage. Yes. <laughs> and what is it? Just a straight D20? I would say acrobatics or athletics. 14. Okay. Um, we'll say you kind of throw it almost after a lot of the card has passed. Um, so we will give it some of that speed that it was going to give to you. It'll add three speed. Okay. Um, so that means at the top of this round, you guys are at five speed total. You lost five at the end of last round, down to two, added a little bit here. Um, you guys feel that little jolt forward as the lightning courses into your carts, and it is Bert's turn. Are we passing by another beacon? Uh, there's two more beacons to go. Well, I want to do something to make it more likely for the beacon to get hit. Uh, Bert sees the lightning hit the first beacon, and recognizing that that's what's making the coaster go, he looks to the other beacons to see what he can do to increase the odds. Mm -hmm. So Bert's going to cast Guardian of Faith on top of the second beacon. Okay. And that guardian is going to take out its book and lift its sword right in the air and just hold it there. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. After Bert is Holly. And then Uli again. Um, Holly's nervous about the the roller coaster, mm -hmm. and she's gonna try to perceive any dangers ahead again. She's like peeking over the edge of the cart, like, ah! Okay. That's what you get for picking the first cart. Natural one. Oof. Okay. Right when you like lift your head over the edge of the cart to peek forward, a bat flies against your face <laughs> no! and just like it wings outstretched, like lands on your eyes like a sleeping mask. <laughs> and just like flattens against your face. You like shake violently, like trying to get it off and throw it to the ground and you hear this like, Goom! and then you hear, ah, what in the hell? And then this vampire stands up in front of you <laughs> with a, essentially a harpoon, like a long pole arm and oh is my. ready to stab you. Oh my God. Oh, that's a bad fuck? one. I thought I was going to get rabies, but this is much worse. Yeah, no, you have a vampire warrior in your cart now. Is there anyone else in my cart with me? That's up to you. I don't know. Dolly's probably with me. Yeah, that makes sense. And Sal. Yeah. Actually, probably Danny Deepak hits us up here. Because it's the front. Yeah. What did we call him? And you don't know where Sal is. Kenny Cartman. Kenny, Kenny Cartman. Cartman. Kyle Cartman. Kyle Cartman. 
Do I still have an action or is that it? Uh, no, we'll, we'll make that. I mean, you're in the first card. It makes sense for you to make. We'll say you get a free perception check each round because you're on the front card. Great, great, great. Um, I'll say you also see ahead of you um, the options of switching tracks. You could either switch tracks to make the carts go faster, giving you uh, two more speed for the next round, or you could go through a covered bridge and give yourself protection from attackers for the next round. Mm-hmm. I'll do the tunnel okay. in hopes that the dwarf won't be able to see me very good in the dark, but probably not because they have dark vision. So it's a bad plan, Holly. Also, he's a vampire, so we can Shoot. add the W in post. <laughs> okay. okay. No, wait, I don't want to. Wait, should I do it? Uh, Sal, what would you do? Sal's not there. What? He wasn't with you when you got soul captured. Oh, because he was in the maze. No, Sal probably became like the cat of the bad guy now. He likes to do that. The cat of the bad guy. (laughs) The cat of my enemy is my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Holly takes an imaginary baseball bat and whacks the thing to turn the track going into the tunnel. Okay, fair enough. There's a baseball bat in the front cart. Why not? Yes. No. I get to um, make up skateboards. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll say the 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 cart is speeding along and Holly, um, you're kind of looking for anywhere else to be now that you're in close quarters with a vampire dwarf warrior assassin. Um, looking around for options, you see this large lever sticking out on the track, giving you the opportunity to change tracks. Do you want to go for extra speed or for the cover? I'll go for the cover. I'll just stick with my okay. what I wanted. Cool. Yeah, Holly uh, slams the lever to the left, and you all uh, stay on kind of a level plane and move towards this large covered bridge area that looks like it's a little depot to offload minerals. Uli. Okay, so back to my original Thunder Wave idea. Yeah. I forgot I, I, forgot I have assimilation, and I can change the effects Spell of the shaping. spells. Yeah, cool. So I still want to do that, because mm-hmm. I assume that because we're on a track and we're not motionless and solid that it would push yeah that us. totally yep okay i'm gonna do that to make it a thunder beam <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> backwards yeah yeah thunder wave just happens yep assimilation doesn't i have to roll for yeah that. you do yeah but it's a dc 10 <laughs> okay because of the spell, Plus level. spell level which is one i think or two are you casting it at first level i don't know <laughs> is it gonna do very much how if much I do? power do you want to put into it I just mean like the higher up I go, the harder it is to get that. I think I'll just stay with one. Okay. See if this, because I don't think I've really ever used assimilation much. Sure. So, so that is dirty 20. All right. Yeah. Um, you are able to thunder wave. And as that pushes out from you, you just kind of like funnel it all in front of you into more of a cone that goes one direction, knowing that there's only a tenuous connection, a little piece of iron that connects you to the next cart in front of you. Okay, for flavor. Yeah. I like open my arms really big and I just like slam them forward. And as soon as it's coming out, I realize that nobody knows I'm doing this. I'm like, oh shit, hang on everyone. Yeah. After I've already (laughs) cast it. You feel your cart slam into the one ahead of you. And then that one slams into the one ahead of it. And now you're pushing from the back to maintain the speed of this thing. Uh, that gave your cart three speed oh, added to the total. You guys are at, are at eight speed now. Oh my gosh. You are approaching ludicrous speed. Fast eight. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, Uli, along with that, uh, when you cast Thunder Wave on this structure, you all hear this awful... <laughs> as the track 
splits and creases and folds and bends and behind crumbles us? behind you. Um, Not me. That wasn't me. You can see like part of this like scaffolding that holds up these rails like fall slowly over into the canyon and just crumble beneath. I wow! Did you see that? Lightning just struck behind us. <laughs> Holy shit, guys! From uh, lamplight to Vindorn, <laughs> the road of destruction yeah. left by Uli. <laughs> Snack. There's another flash of lightning, and it's your turn. Uh, is it like? You lose three times and you lose sort of thing. Uh, if it goes off the off this precipice with the three circles that it's got outlined, so you basically go like central piece, and then you've got one, two, and then you're dead. Got it. And you are at one right now, it's so like it's two and then wrestling. you're dead. Yeah, with extra steps. I've never lost hawk rocks. I will not lose at horticulture. <laughs> <laughs> Snack is going to um, perfect. Try to use deception to make it appear as if I'm doing like everything in my power okay. to do like the most powerful thing I can do. Beautiful. So yeah, um, I like ex- expand my arms out wide and I do a, like a upside down backflip spin and then <laughs> land on my feet and then do another spin and then like hold my cloud in front of me. Okay. Are you going to make him it's do an acrobatic <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're still used to being like a different form. Because, yeah. like, you're trying to do this as a dragon, and it's just totally different. You have so much more weight in you. You're, like, trying to flip, and you have to, like, flap two extra times just to get yourself to, like, flip over. But you land down and hold out a claw. Give me a deception check with advantage. All right. Sweet. God. 19. You see Idris, like, smirks as soon as you start casting. And then all of a sudden, you see his eyes flash into absolute panic. He says, I, my, my mountain, I offer it to you. Please stay your spell. If my temple is yours. I suppose this is fair. Yes. I abstain my spell. Um, yeah. So you lose the spell slot for what that was really going to be. It was going to be Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I assumed as much. Yeah. Um, Which is my best spell. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so uh, instead of even countering with his best, he immediately gives up one of his favorite possessions, uh, seeing yes. that you were about to like blow the best thing you had. Uh, he totally, he got a natural one against you. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. So he lost his house well, in, so in bedding. If you win, he, you get his mountain. Can we just... If we stop here, who wins, Idris? The bowler is on your side. Shit. That would mean I am the victor should you forfeit. Hmm. I do not. I do not forfeit. Then we continue. He uh, reels back to cast another spell. Give me an arcana check. God damn it. 18. Okay. Uh, He is about to throw another level three fireball. Do I have a sense of how close the... The difference between your damage was one. <gasps> okay. I'll let him do fireball. Okay. Mostly because I have no possessions. <laughs> 15, 17, so three hits. Um, I'm going to get better at this, I promise. Mm-hmm. 44. Oh, shit. His fireball sinks into it, and you can see the whole thing flash with this glassy red sheen. And then your Eldritch Blast hits it from the other side, and you see it just, like, lurch away back into the center position. Yes! Yes! Deep growl out of Idris. Yeah! We're back on the coaster, and it's Tibio. 
and, and it's lightning. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget there's a lightning rod on top of the lightning rod. Correcto. Mm-hmm. Uh, lightning flashes down, obliterating Bert's guardian spirit. Not really, but it flashes down right on top of her and strikes the second beacon. Yeah. Uh, with exactly that, uh, the roll that you needed for it to hit that. Um, it is charged and ready. Tibio. Uh, you're at three speed for the wagon. It lost five. And how much speed does the beacon give it? Five. And how much do we need? Well, to move it all, you need one, but you're not going very fast. I will say also right now, that black cloud is a cloud of bats <laughs> and it is now upon your roller coaster. Group. Are we in the tunnel? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, you all hear this like, <laughs> like approaching uh, like rapidly on your cart group. And as soon as they would like overwhelm, overtake your group of minecarts, you guys disappear into darkness and you just hear this rushing going past you as you're going through a dark tunnel. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Tibio, I I got a visitor in my cart. And uh, Holly is trying to back away from. Yeah, there's nowhere to back away to. The man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm going to cast Mind Whip on this vampire. Brand new, okay. Um, and it needs to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Okay. Did it fail? It, uh, it got a uh, four total. Yeah, yeah, that fails. Yeah. Um, it takes three D6 psychic damage. Okay. And it can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn. Okay. Also, on its next turn, it has to choose whether it moves, takes an action, or takes a bonus action. It only gets one. Okay, cool. Gave that vamp a snap. <laughs> 12 psychic damage okay. to Holly's new vampire boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep picking up dudes wherever you want. All right. Um, so, Tibio, from the middle of the carts, uh, you call out to Holly, and then everybody in the carts between you kind of, like, pulls apart from each other, so it gives you a clear path from the middle of the carts to the front where Holly is. And then Holly even, like, backs away from it, and then the dwarf, like, looks down this middle row of parted people and has a straight shot towards you, and you're just like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and you give him a little mind whip. Is this a bard thing or a necromancer thing? This is a wizard spell. Okay, cool. So yeah, this is with your necromantic tendrils. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you see his eyes just kind of like go dazed and you can tell that like he all of a sudden has no idea where he is or what's yeah, going on. Yeah, so I on. like whipped my spine cloak and it just kept going, but no bones, just energy. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is dazed. Um, Bert, it's on you. All right. Uh, do I need to use an action to activate the... No, we'll call it a bonus action or something. Woo, okay. Hey, Guardian, the lever, if you please. I just yeah. imagine her as a Statue of Liberty for Pretty some much. reason. Except <laughs> she's got a sword in the Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's holding up the sword, and then, like, at your mention, she just kind of mechanically drops her arm to one side, like some kind of, like, animatronic signage or something, and throws the lever. Uh, you all feel the cart underneath you ramp up again, and you pull forward. You are at eight speed again. Hoof! Uh, Holly, I'll try to help you out, too. <laughs> Bert's going to toss a sacred flame at this vampire. Okay. Holly's going to duck. Is that a save from a <laughs> uh, Makes a deck save. All right. Not great. Uh, that's a 15 total. DC is 17. Yes. Okay. Failed it's a that. fail. Are all of the friends we escaped with on the... Yeah. Uh, all right. 
Uh, it's 18 damage. Okay. Damn. Holly, you saw this vampire get mind whipped by Tibio and it just kind of has this dazed expression on its face. And then while it's standing there staring back at Tibio, all of a sudden this golden pillar of flame just envelops it from nowhere. <laughs> and when that light flashes up, you can see Bert at the like end of the other carts with his arms outstretched. He looks cool. Eh, is he dead? <laughs> no, he's still standing. He kind of like, like just does like a, <gasps> and you see like oh, smoke coming out of his mouth. Well, how do vampires do with radiant damage, by the way? Bad. Go ahead and double that. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, 36. All right. Well, remember what I said about the vampire being alive? <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. Um, with that, actually, um, the, this sacred flame goes off and you see this like white gold fire kind of start at his feet and just climb up his body. And he looks at you and he goes, ah! And he just turns into dust. Whoa. <laughs> and then the dust sprinkles on everyone in the carts behind, behind us. you. Yeah. Yeah. You see like everybody. Uh, Constitution. You see, see Fiblo and Gaspard and Dor and, and Uli's mom and Sid and Norp and Buster and Todd are all just like. It's like someone in the driver's seat is smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And ashed yeah. out the window. Hey, where's Ilya? Funny question. All right. Next okay. is uh, Holly. Holly herself. Um, Holly's going to stand up in the cart again, like carefully holding the sides. And mm -hmm. she's like, thank you, friends. Um, and then uh, she's going to turn around and try to perceive ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 20. Non-natural 20. Okay, nice. Yeah, uh, you're about to exit this tunnel. When you do, you'll have the option to go off a jump or give yourself speed. Going, going off of a jump would rid you of all of your current assailants. And the rest of the party. Can I see the Not bat cloud and anywhere? Your lives. Uh, the bat cloud looks like looks like it's still trying to catch up to you, but it is not as fast as you guys. Mm, I'm going for the speed. All right. You notice one other thing. It looks like lightning moving sideways. A white, <laughs> a white arcing beam that is dancing from point to point coming towards your carts. It is massive. Uh-oh. Holly, fix that. Uh, uh, okay. Um, Holly casts, <laughs> Holly's gonna cast Witch Bolt at it. The big thing? Yep. Okay. Except at a, the highest level she can, which is... Six. Six level. <laughs> Just like takes on the do Witch I wanna Bolt. Do, do I wanna do it? I'll do a fifth level. I don't okay. wanna waste my one sixth level. Sure. Okay. Holly sees the sideways lightning and thinks it might be an, a natural bean. So Holly uh, takes um, a crystal out of her pocket, one of her big ones. Yeah. And she holds it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You get like the big kahuna. Like yeah. you've been waiting on this one, but it's yeah. this giant cluster of quartz that you've never used before. Yep. Um, <laughs> and she casts Witch Bolt. Okay. It's my lucky crystal. Oh, it was going to be a 20. Then it hit my but box. But then it kept rolling. No, it hit the box. <laughs> a 22. Okay. Yeah, that does hit. Yay. Um, okay. So, uh, Holly, looking through this tunnel out the back gate uh, that you're almost like completely through the tunnel now, you can see this, this white mass moving towards you. You take a long shot. Like at, at the absolute maximum range of Witch Bolt and probably a little bit beyond that, you point at this thing and the whole line of people like splits to not get hit by this, but your witch bolt extends backwards and locks onto that white creature, that white thing and begins pouring energy into it. At that moment, everyone on the carts can hear this disembodied voice 
whispering out, Foul witch! Well, that's rude. Whoa, is that a guy? Who is that? Uh, and the white mass actually stops in its tracks. Yay. Can I hit damage now? Yes. 5d12. 26 damage. I didn't roll very good. Okay. Everyone on the carts can see this pulsing beam that is now connected between Holly and this entity outside. And you can see her um, just pouring everything she's got into this. Some of you, probably Tibio, when that voice cries out, you recognize it for Orzo. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Perhaps the one person he's afraid of in this world just locked onto him. The one person that has ever really hurt him. Holly Hyacinth. Holly Hyacinth. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Um, after Holly, it is Uli. It is Uli. Um, Uli is going to quicken spells so I can have a bonus action to put protection from energy on myself. Lightning protection. Yeah. And I surge. All right. It's been a while, guys. <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent timing. <laughs> Just as you're about to leave that tunnel. Perfect. Can't wait. All right, guys. What do you think it's going to be? Yeah, take I, your bet. I think it's going to be her turning into a plant because that don't hasn't happened yet. Do and it's on the list. Me. I don't want to be a plant. I want it to be a unicorn that falls off the cliff. Oh my God. Just like yeah, summon. Summon the unicorn again. In open air. The same what if one. She, can she turn into flower petals? Is that one? I summoned flower petals. Or butterflies. Mm. Yeah. Turn blue. Turn blue. Turn blue. <sighs> Tara wins. <laughs> what? No way. Is it really? Yes. That's a one in a hundo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 23 genius. to 24. I rolled a 23. Uh, was, okay. I'm a genius. Uh, your skin turns a vibrant, <laughs> vibrant shade of blue. Right. <laughs> Remove curse spell can end this effect. But you don't know that. Curse breakers. Curse breakers. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't think I'm going to notice right away because I just cast protection from lightning on myself. Yeah. And I assume it yeah. has like a blue sort of sheen sure. to it. Yeah. <laughs> so... We'll save that. Wait, um, did we establish Dave is in the cart with her? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you this, Uli. You have protection from lightning as long as you choose to stay blue. Uh, wow. Oh, yes. That's a fun surge. I don't need to be green. I'm blue for you. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, um, do, do, do. But nobody will know down. if you're suffocating. What can I yeah, true. Do? Or, or very cold. <laughs> um, okay, that was just my yeah. bonus action. Yep. So I'm just, I think, going to try try to do the underwave thing again. Okay. If I mean that's kind of boring, but maybe I'll do a fourth level. Can we call Uli Bluely now? Bluely. Bluely. Babe and Bluely. I mean that's the color that Uli Coolies are. Yeah. Bluely. I'm that color. Okay. I'm Uli Cooley yeah. colored. Uli Cooley blue. It's Baja Blast. Yeah. Um <laughs> TM. Please sponsor us. Yeah, yeah. please. Please. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm rolling to see if I surge again. We're good. 17. Yep. You're good. Yes. All right. That's another <laughs> successful thunder wave. Um, but it's more powerful. Are you going to warn people this time? I forgot already. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's all, a lot going wait. on. <laughs> yeah. You all get <laughs> pushed from behind again. As you're exiting this tunnel, Four. you feel another Ooh. blast of speed come from behind. And uh, yeah, you all kind of like shudder forward. Um, you are now at 13 speed. You have surpassed ludicrous speed. Breakneck. It, liter- it feels 
it feels dangerous. You can all feel the wheels wobbling beneath your carts and you can see like non-lightning sparks that are starting to come out and the bottom of your carts are getting really hot. Like almost like I can't be in here hot. Um, wow. Lightning again, guys. I have, I don't know. Next up is inside the tunnel. <laughs> it's, it's probably like magical lightning. I don't know. The, you, you see it's like, weird. you see like light flood this tunnel as the shingles and the roof is blown away <laughs> and you just hear like wood scraps going everywhere. You can look out to see Orzo, uh, like writhing this white mass that is connected with a witch bolt. He's like trying to like fight it away from him. You can see this cloud of bats that was trying to get into the tunnel. They're kind of being blown away by the explosion. Uh, yeah, Uli has once again, just destroyed everything behind you. <laughs> um, that brings us back to snack and Idris atop the mountain snack. It's your turn. Uh, Jeannie, do we have any new abilities as a dragon? I was just curious. I was looking at my spell book and I don't see any other options here kind of a, a one-trick dragon, so to speak. <laughs> Snack Genie does not respond to you. It's a little startling, a little disheartening that you don't get his counsel in this moment. However, looking inside yourself, you do understand that you have new capabilities. You don't know if they're going to help you in this moment. However, in-game, um, you do know that you have a special move up your sleeve that might be able to help you in some way. Maybe not right now. I'll let you name this, whatever you want to. But essentially, you breathe fire onto yourself and then go as fast as you possibly can. The working title is Hot Streak. Mm. Um, you, <laughs> you utilize your incredible speed to teleport up to a quarter mile and immediately cast Fireball at your location. <laughs> up to a quarter mile? Yeah, or okay. up to, so like a bullet. Um, the cool. other ability you have is Gavel Smash. You can do this hey. any amount of times. You notice your left claw has a giant manhole-sized seal on it that is chained to the inside of your palm. It is the seal of Tildry. Wait, what? There's essentially a giant disc that is on the underside of your palm that is, like, tied to it. It is chained to your palm. Mm. Whenever you slam your left claw, you can summon anyone who has the Tildry mark, or you can permanently summon anyone who is a suitor of Snack. Oh, my God. That's fucking sweet. Like a permanent yo-yo. Yes. <laughs> Very funny, Genie ignoring Snack when he's a little scared. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I stir down Idris. He looks ready this time. How far away are each of the rings? The, yeah. Maybe like 15 feet. And in this scenario, when is the boulder's turn? If it had a turn. I was considering casting uh, Sickening Radiance, which is a concentration spell that stays on an area. And then at the start of its turn, if it's in that area, it takes 4010 radiant damage. So my scheme was cast a spell once, and then as long as it's in that sphere, it's gonna that damage is gonna get added to my Yeah, give it a shot. Okay. You can surrender any time, Idris, and then I do the conjuration of sickening radiance. Mm -hmm. He kind of gives you this like shakes his head like in a huge exaggerated way and he says foolish whelp. Okay, so I'm going to cast it on the center and first one closest to Idris. Yeah, okay. Okay. So those two, it'll... Well, I'll just get this damage this time. Oof, Hold that on. was brutal. What level is your spell? So it, I guess it's fifth level. Okay. Alright. Um, you see Idris, like his eyes just go like crazy for a second and he tracks your hand motions like a cat watching a bird mm. you know that he knows exactly what you're trying to do 
And so he backs up, throws out both of his wings, and you see these little purple darts start to form on the tips of his wing spikes, and he throws them all out at once. He is casting a magic missile at a sixth level. Okay. Wait, definitely. He probably beat me, but yeah. Okay. Let's roll out that damage. Okay, so we got 14 plus that four is 18 radiant damage. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, you see these magic missiles pound into the boulder one after another, and you can see the point at which it overtakes your damage. Mm-hmm. It rolls towards you out of the sickening radiance. Let me double check the radius because that's definitely important. It's 30 foot radius. Radius. So. So if you cast it on the center it would go out two rings, so you still got it. Okay, good. Yeah. So does Idris know what spell I cast? Yeah. I mean, I think he can still see the effect of it okay. playing out. Yeah. So it, it's important for you to know as Idris that it's a concentration spell, probably. Okay. So. Learning faster than I anticipated. Still not enough. Um, he reels back again to begin his turn. Give me an Iconic check. 14. Yeah, uh, you do not see what he's coming up with. Okay, it's probably garbage. I'll let it happen. Okay. Yeah, I mean you have to contest this one. Oh, what? With like an Eldritch Blast or okay, something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Cool. So you could still win. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to play Hot Rocks. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Ooh, I got a natural twenty. Does that matter on rocks? Uh, yeah, you crit with an Eldritch Blast for sure. Yeah. Okay. Do Rock we get quit. that weird like house rule thing where I can roll again? Just yeah. To see? Do it. Okay. Do it. Do it. Oh my God. Do it. No. <laughs> it's that's never so, gonna happen again. Yeah. Oh. oh man. Okay, that's still good though. One more roll. Three hits. One of them is a critical. Forty-three. Thirty-three. <gasps> what? Uh, oh, what? Yes. He casts chain lightning. Oh man. Damn. Uh, which is ten d eight. And he still came in second. Damage. I mean, it is a cantrip. So. <laughs> Damn. Uh, against a sixth level spell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. He. Yeah. You see him pile this chain lightning into it, uh, forming from his mouth. And and gold dragons are not known for this type of magic. He is trying to send you curveballs to throw you off your game. And for a second, it does arc out towards you. Uh, you're gonna take a little bit of lightning damage yourself. Okay. Well, without the crit, you would have lost probably, right? Yeah. For sure. Because that last roll, I rolled a ten. Yeah. Give me a dexterity save. That was a weird ass roll. <laughs> Just threw it at myself. Ten. That does not succeed. How is that not good enough? Not by a long shot. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you also take 33 lightning damage. What? Yeah, it's full damage. Okay. He says, you'll have to excuse my passion. I got to roll a concentration to maintain that other spell. Okay. And it's against a DC of 16. Fuck. 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 <laughs> what is a... 15. Oh. Okay. He huffs a golden plume and sees your spell dissipate, and he says, So much to learn. But the rock moves. It does. It does move. It's, um... Back center? Back in the center. Yep. Shit. Back to the carts. Tibia. No, the lightning. Lightning. Yep. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Everybody roll a d20. Okay. Add anything or just straight... Just straight up. 12. 3. 4. 13. Wow. Hey, Bert. Um, you all feeling pretty good about that vampire kill. <laughs> you all come bursting out of that uh, covered tunnel as it is crumbling and being destroyed behind you. And Uli is turning around blue with this bashful look on her face, uh, <laughs> watching the whole thing fall away. And uh, 
there's a sudden flash and it's so loud for everyone there. Bert, <laughs> you don't feel much of anything until you feel the wind knocked out of you. Um, Her- 29 lightning damage comes crashing into you, Bert, as you are the target of the next lightning strike. Heisel. Heisel Do I move faster? <laughs> uh, yes, actually. Uh, your cart does gain a little bit of speed off of that. <laughs> yes. Heisel indeed. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys went back down to eight speed at the beginning of this round. Uh, with that lightning strike, you're back up to nine. <laughs> That's you're still, welcome. Yeah, Thanks, Bert. Not too bad. Still something. Um, beginning of this round will be Tibio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tibio. So I see Orzo back in there. How far away is he now? Uh, he was pretty close when Holly smacked him. So he's probably within 50 feet of you guys. And like rapidly distancing kind of thing. Okay. So he's still within 120 feet. Per yeah. Se- yeah, just yeah. as a random number. Definitely. It's just a curiosity that I had. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um... Tibio looks back and sees Orzo, mm-hmm. Moja, mm-hmm. whatever. And he says, you gonna get us. And he casts also Sickening Radiance. Okay. Um, for Tibio, it's, um, he throws out his hands in front of him and it's kind of this purpley cloud that kind of floats out of his hands and swirls around toward Orzo. Mm-hmm. It is a constitution saving throw. Okay. Okay, so yeah, when a creature moves into the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must succeed on a con save. Okay. So you're just kind of casting a sphere in the air sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so he'll go in just a couple turns here. Uh, Bert, it's on you. You were just struck by lightning. Bert's going to turn the crank. Okay. That's all he's got. <laughs> all right. One speed. You guys are up to 10. Holly. So you said Orzo moved about, he's about 50 feet away now? Yep, about. And he's in the middle of Tibio's sickening radiance. Also, Holly, give me a perception check here. Oh, okay. Um, 19. Nice. Okay. Um, you can see uh, that there is one more uh, um, beacon to go, but it hasn't been charged yet, and it's unlikely you'll be able to get that one. Uh, you also notice that there is a break on the track coming up and that you're going to need at least eight speed at the beginning of next round to make that jump. You're at 10 right now and you're going to lose five. Sorry, so I got, I got Featherfall. I'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be fine. So Witch Bolt dropped because Orzo moved more than 30 feet away, which is the range on okay. Witch Bolt. Sure. How wide is the gap in the track? So the break itself is like like 35, 40 feet across. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Tibio? Tibio? Uh, I don't know if I should, if I should crank or if, if I should hurt, try to hurt Orzo again. I think it's Orzo over there. Uh, make sure we don't run off the tracks. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, Holly, I guess we'll try to crank to go faster to make the jump. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Holly, you like you see your crank is kind of free floating by itself, like turning a little bit, and then you just kind of like latch on and start bobbing up and down with it, <laughs> like at the front of the cart, as if you're rowing a little thing to make it go. It's like when you go on a hill on a bike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and the pedals, the pedals yeah, go out of control. Yep. yep. Um, so yeah, you guys are picking up speed again. You're getting to that like scary speed kind of thing, um, and then it's back to Uli. 
How fast are we going? You're going 11. 11. Okay. We got that turned to 11. <laughs> when the electricity happens, mm -hmm. where is it going to? It's the track itself transfers energy like into the carts themselves. Okay. Yeah. Dave, hang on to me. And I'm going to. He goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to lean out the cart. Okay. Yeah, he's like got you by the back of your shirt to like hold you out there. I'm gonna cast Shocking Grasp, mm -hmm. and like, I know we're going fast, but if I'm like letting my hands drag, yeah, yeah, as much touch as I can do to the track, like okay. directly under my cart, yeah, and it casts at an eleventh uh, level. No, can't trip. Oh, I'm an eleventh yes. level, sure. so it casts higher because <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up. It's essentially level us. two, yeah, or three. <laughs> It's a big, a bigger zap. So, yeah. <laughs> Vindorn is vaporized by your 11th level spell. Yeah. <laughs> it only goes up to nine. 11th me level. Do I have to make a spell attack if I'm literally touching the tracks no. and it's not a person? Okay, Just thank roll you. Roll the damage, yeah. <laughs> That's 15. Okay. Lightning was the key here. Electricity. When you do that, uh, the carts hungrily devour this energy that you're putting out. And that little trick is gonna cost you, sorry, is gonna add five speed, yeah. bringing your carts to 16. Uh oh, we're gonna die. You look ahead of you as you're like halfway out of your cart, Uli, and you see the carts ahead of you, their wheels are starting to become luminous with heat. I'm hanging out the back, so I'm looking under the carts and I see all of them light up. Yeah, and okay. like all of these like sparks just like showering down, like the wind is rushing through your hair. You guys can barely hear each other with the force that you're going at now. I, I think maybe this time you hang on, probably. Sorry, didn't warn you. Hang on. <laughs> um, at that moment, you all see this cloud of bats begin to catch up with the group. And then as soon as this burst of speed comes, you all just rocket away from them so that they could never catch up to you. However. I'm hanging out the back with my middle fingers up. <laughs> <laughs> you see Orzo moving forward and suddenly he hits this sphere and he like kind of tries to skirt it or go around it, but then he just finds himself tumbling through it and you can see him like writhing and bucking and it, like his body is just flailing. When he gets closer, you can see that at the center of this white effigy is Orzo himself, the dwarf, flying towards you. However, give me your sickening radiance. Yeah, he has to do a con save. Okay. Uh, six total. That ain't it. All right. Okay, so it is 4d10 radiant damage. 26. Yeah. Radiant damage. <laughs> okay, and then we double that because it's Orzo. That's 52. 52. Cool. 52 radiant damage. Woo! This is the pre-battle warm-up. <laughs> All right. Um, with that, you see him tumble through this sphere and then he kind of like lags in his flight and he drops some altitude and then he like comes up again to try to chase your cart and then you break away with this speed. He can't even catch up to you. And then you see him plummet again and then you see Orzo crash into the bottom of the canyon. That brings us to Snack. Jeannie, um, are you still there? You wait a moment, but you get no response. I um I wipe off the 
still uh, lingering static electricity jumping around me mm -hmm. from the chain lightning. Mm -hmm. I'm learning some rules to this game. Why don't you sit and take a breather, Idris, and do nothing? Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast a mass suggestion okay. on Idris. Okay. So I suppose he could make a perception to see what level of spell I'm casting. I don't know if... I think what you said was so confusing <laughs> that he, he's like so interested to see what's coming next that uh, he actually just kind of gives you like an eyebrow. Like, well, where's this going? All right. So, uh, creature, the dragon, uh, <laughs> makes a wisdom saving throw okay. against me. Not the rock. <laughs> oh. Okay. Is it a big number? Continue. It's either big or small is what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, so I asked Idris to just sit there and do nothing as my, as my, uh, mass suggestion. Okay. Snack. Make a wisdom save. What? Snack does not do wisdom. Yeah, if you included the boulder in your suggestion, then the boulder could just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I was told to not move. <laughs> All right. Pres uh, wisdom save? Wisdom save. Eight. You see, like, almost like he's moving through, like, a curtain or something. You see his whole body flash, starting at his nose, moving down his tail. And you see his eyes go a dull amber, and he looks at you, and he says, I don't think I will. I think you will forfeit. And it sounds like a good idea. Do I have to? You do have to follow the mass suggestion that was reflected on you. Oh. Okay. Do, I have, do I have a legendary action? Yes, you do. Yes! What? <laughs> yes! Are you yes. fucking kidding me? All right. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, Jesus. no! <laughs> okay. I, Snack the Dragon, will not forfeit. <laughs> you are no dragon. No. Let's finish the game. You're genie. Thanks for listening to people being other people. If you want to help Master Snack and his servants, you could make my wish come true by following us on Instagram at pbop underscore podcast. That's p b o p underscore podcast. Thank you very much.